0: You're about to experience ultrasounds an uplifting soulful journey into the spheres of exotic electronic music brought to you by DJ E-Love WMNF 88.5 FM Tampa music for your mind body and soul and tonight we have a special guest on the radio show we have Brian Caswell from the Art of Acupuncture in St. Pete. And just as of last night, the winner of the 2016 and now 2017 Best Acupuncturist in Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay Awards. How fabulous is that? And the lineage that he comes from is Jeffrey Yun. 88th generation Taoist priest of the Jade Purity School, Lao Tzu sect, And he studied at the Taoist Traditions in Asheville, North Carolina, which is a classical Chinese medicine school. And the classical Chinese medicine explains why points and channels in traditional Chinese medicine work and where they come from. So I wanted to welcome you, Brian. Greetings and welcome to the Ultrasound Show.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: I'm so excited and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Two years in a row. Brilliant. And I wanted to ask you about classical Chinese medicine and traditional Chinese medicine. What is the difference? Most people know TCM or traditional Chinese medicine when they hear about acupuncture. And then when we were speaking... And I learnt about your background in classical Chinese medicine was very intriguing to me. Tell us about that.
1: Uh, let's see if we can kind of cram this into a few minutes.
0: <laughs>
1: so, so TCM that it, there's nothing wrong with it by any means, any stretch of the word. It is a wonderful um, practice. It's a wonderful medicine, but it's it's it was it, it was originated out of the. Um, more of the communist Chinese um, Mao Zedong and it it's basically what they did is they took a lot of the points and, and a lot of the things that they knew uh, worked and they and they created what they called point prescriptions so a lot of times people would say you know I've got a headache and you know I, I know that squeezing between my thumb and my forefinger is pretty good for a headache and you know certain things like that and in in many cases it it, it does, especially if it's a frontal headache, for instance.
0: Frontal. Frontal headache. Meaning in the front on the forehead?
1: Right, yeah, yeah. Or can
0: that be behind the eyes?
1: Well, behind the eyes would be something a little different. Okay. So, and that's when it starts to get a little bit more technical because what happens is, say you go to a, and once again, I'm not knocking TCM schools by any stretch of the means, but a lot of times, we, and we had teachers that would say, you know, we went to a TCM school and, and you know, you don't know how lucky you are to get in classical treatment nor classical uh, medical treatment and um w- w- we had no idea at the time what we were really really getting and, and and come to find out is we're learning the why things work so why does such a such a point really work and 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 kind of what is the background in that and what I really like too about classical Chinese medicine is, um, and especially studying under Jeffrey Yun, Master Yun, is the um, some of the major channels that really are just now coming out uh, in 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 English, um, and that's the what they call the divergent channels or the eight extraordinary channels or the eight extraordinary channels, and these are the channels that. Um, what they would say nowadays, if you were to put it in in language of now, it would be the the DNA level or the very constitutional level uh. of of medicine. And um, this is where you would go in, and you would you would be working on conditions that are you know congenital. You'd be working on conditions that are, say, um, childhood allergies. You'd be working on um, chronic diseases, um, fibromyalgia. Um, m s things like this that uh, Western medicine has put in, put a name to, and where Chinese medicine would would look at it more of a, a of a diagnosis. so a lot of these channels um, were once actually forbidden to work with, and uh, it wasn't until the kind of the the advent of Taoism that these channels were were almost kind of brought out. And allowed to be worked with. And the 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 other thing too about classical Chinese medicine is that it is a it it's a body, mind, and spirit. And so Jeffrey would always talk about the three treasures. He would say, you know, that three treasures is body, mind, and spirit. Three treasures would be the different levels of qi. You have the very superficial levels of qi, you have the middle levels of qi, which is the blood, and then you have the deep, which is the yuan qi, which we would call DNA. And so a lot of the channels of TCM, from what we understand, is they don't really go to that deep level. And the classical Chinese medicine actually um, is able to, at least from our perspective. And so you see a lot of chronic conditions that are, um, (laughs) I don't want to say cured. I I can't say that, but um, definitely alleviated. Um, to, to, to a massive est- extent um, work with a lot of individuals um, dealing with you know, massive amounts of chronic pain and, and, and a lot of these individuals um, are able to, to make significant changes. And, um, and once again, it's not just the medicine itself. It's, it's mindset. So it's body, mind, and spirit. Um, you know, a lot of it is, is how do you see the world, what are you putting into your, in your mouth? What are you eating? Um, so it's, it's, once again, it's, it's all three. It's this trifecta. Uh, and I think that's why I've been drawn so much to the classical is because I absolutely believe that it's body, mind, and spirit.
0: So can you define a channel for the listeners who are not familiar perhaps with how or the wording around acupuncture in Chinese medicine? What is a channel?
1: Great question it is um it's it's funny it's been it's been described as is energetic uh, i don't know i've always tried to picture it in my mind it's it's almost as if you had these extra um conduits or or rivers in in chinese culture uh, a lot of the channels were actually described as waterways
0: is it the same as a meridian yes Okay. Yes, yes. So yes. we're talking about the same thing. The channel and yes. meridian are the same. Mm-hmm. So they're like waterways.
1: Right, and so if you look at a lot of, of Chinese classical pictures, you will see a lot of images of water, um, a lot of movement. And so the primary, the 12 primary channels, so TCM, a lot of times you'll hear people say, oh, I've got liver chi stagnation or I have you know, something, spleen chi deficiency. And, and that's generally from a TCM perspective. Um, which once again works, works beautifully. Um, but the deeper aspects is when the, the channels or meridians, uh, branch off. So if you were to, Im- if you were to imagine a, a field and you would say, okay, I'm irrigating the field and I'm irrigating the field with these, these 12, um, waterways that are there they're easily accessible we can get in we can get out we can talk to the spleen we can talk to the liver we can move emotions we can do certain things but what's really unique about the they say eight extraordinary meridians for instance the eight extra meridians is is we like to think of the ditches on the side of the field that are almost covered with grass so it's like you know they're there but you, you don't ever really go over there and so what happens is a lot of times when, say, a pathogen comes in or sometimes a, a traumatic event comes into our lives, what happens is the, the, the pathogen or the chi, or the we would say, is diverted to these extra waterways. So these waterways that were there that we may not have even known they were there are now used. And so being able to tap into those through the Eight Extraordinaries or the Divergence, you're able to, um, we would say, alter destiny. So then you start to get into a whole different construct, which is the, the, actually where I love to practice.
0: So chi is energy. That's, yeah, I mean, that's,
1: that's one of the, the probably the, the most, I would say, easiest thing to grasp, um, I always kind of joke, I would say you know it 's like yoda Yoda would say you know the the force flows through us and it 's everywhere it 's in the trees it 's in the rocks it 's everything and that 's basically what Qi is and chi is there 's in chinese it 's it 's so many things it 's it 's life it 's um death it 's it 's spirit it 's food it 's um it 's everything and there 's different types of chi there 's Zong Qi that we breathe in that's created in the chest. There's Ying Qi which is in the blood. There's Yuan Qi which is the essence. And then, according going back real quick to those to those three treasures, the three treasures you're talking about also three concepts of Qi. You can think of the most ethereal, which would be spirit or Shen, and it's very free flowing. It's able to move in and around very quickly. And then, as Shen becomes more um we would say more dense it becomes blood so this would be spirit taking almost like a human form and then the blood uh, if we dip into the core of who we are the 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 essence level this is where i always envisioned um this chi is almost like uh black molasses it's very thick it's viscous and um in classical Chinese medicine, specifically in the Eight Extraordinaries, we have these cycles of time, um, cycles of seven and eight, and then also cycles of 10. So every um, seven or eight years, this chi, this dense, um, viscous, thick chi, is ready to be worked with. So a lot of times you'll hear someone say like seven-year itch, or I've been at a job for however right, many years, right. and, and, and something comes up and... We say that 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 is the that's the core that's the, the 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 what you came in with your story your constitution, why you are really here, like what is your real purpose and what I love about the eight extraordinaries is that you're able to dip in to what is your real purpose
0: it's very profound
1: it is and and, and being able to work with that is um I will say as a practitioner is not easy uh, because it it asks us as a practitioner to go there as well. So they often say um, the people that need the most help become healers.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, of course, we're Uh, all looking for healing ourselves. Absolutely. (laughs) And not being able to do that, we look to others and it's probably good that we do look to others to get different perspectives Absolutely.
1: I mean, I've learned more just in in a clinical situation than you know I could say in a, all the years in books. I love to read, but literally walking some walking with someone, you know, on that path, be it through the end of life or even the beginning of life, you know, watching my son being born, um, it, it's just it's it's magic. It's there's no other way to put it. It's just um, the expression of of love um just so being able to work with people at that level is um unbelievably rewarding and um yeah i just i feel very blessed every day to to get up and do it
0: when you're born what happens energetically in terms of looking at it from a classical chinese perspective
1: great question so you have these different types of um, channels that become activated uh, according to um, a you know male or female. They do say that. And, and they also say um, time frame. So you have this channel called chong mai. Chong mai. Chong would mean the, the middle. Um, and, and so it's this, this connection, this bridge of the prenatal before we're born and, and postnatal. After the umbilical cord is cut, so Chiang Mai is the beginning channel. It's it's the it's the mother of all channels.
0: Is it from the mother, the essence? Is it?
1: Well, yeah. I should actually take that back even further. So the the what they call they would I'm using newer words now, but the auric egg, something to where you know your entire story your lineage, your familial karma, everything that you carry is stored in the kidneys. The yuan level, we talked about that three levels, the very deep level, that, that molasses level. So who you are as an individual and your entire story of why you are here is stored in the kidneys. And it's, it's a blueprint. It's, it's why you're here. So the constitutional level is your sexual orientation. Your, are you a male or a female? Are you a male who is a female are you know what i mean so all of these things that are stored um in the kidneys um what do you want to do who do you want to be um what are your experiences what are some of the traumas you're going to experience this
0: is all kidney chi this is kidney right essence right. and energy
1: right so this is stored in the kidneys and once okay. again every seven or eight years we're able to tap into that um so chong Mai is what they call the sea of blood. So it deals a lot with the the um, things based on survival, reproduction, um, autonomic nervous system. Um, I use this channel a lot with treating anxiety, um, resetting nervous systems. Been doing that a lot since the hurricane. Um, gynecological issues because it's the sea of blood. From a spiritual emotional perspective that's what I was saying it, it, it is it is your story so a lot of times people will come in and say you know I, I've been doing such and such a job for forever and I just feel like there's something else I need to be doing that's a great channel to start with and I'm not even going to talk about pulses but <laughs> that's all <whole> not <laughs> so then you would check for pulses and all that good stuff but so the next channel is the renmai. Renmai becomes active when the umbilical cord is cut. So when the umbilical cord is cut, we get our first scar into the world. And and, and when we get that, we're, we're actually, this is us in the postnatal world searching for nourishment. So if if mom is our caretaker or, or her dad or, or whoever, we're looking for nourishment. And, you know, obviously everyone's different, but in a, you know, in an ideal, whatever perspective, like according to a book, you would have, you know, baby chest to chest, you know, heart to heart, eyes to eyes. So baby's watching, we'll say mom for this uh, example. And so we really want to focus on, you know, some of our questioning that goes on, you know, if I'm talking to a patient, do we know if we were breastfed? Do, Do we know what mom's state of, being was, was there a lot of chaos going on? There was a lot of anxiety in the room. Was there, um, you know, trauma? We don't know, but Western medicine is even says, you know, hey, you know, what's going on in the room will imprint a child. So, a lot of times, you're dealing with people who have, um, food addictions or certain addictions, the the body's craving something, looking, nourishment, ner- yes looking for nourishment. And so a lot of people, it, it, and it's fascinating, it's not always 100%, nothing is, but a lot of times when you start to talk to people, they'll say, you know, I wasn't breastfed or there was a lot of anxiety or my mom was scared or my dad was whatever. And so working on those levels, you're working on the subconscious connections to that moment in time. So that's how you're able to theoretically go back and, Kind of reset this individual, and so if someone's constantly searching for whatever the the, the new shiny object or the new job or the or the I got to have this and or or food addictions or whatever addictions, trying to fill that hole, that's the channel we would go to. Next channel, Dumai. Dumai is the spine. So the 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 renmai yin, right? Yin and yang. The the back is 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 mai. It's our spine. Um, Baby starts to what? Look around. So do 14, which is a point on the spine, which is C7. This is a major, major point in Chinese medicine for um, yang qi being able to stand up to the world. Do four is at L2. So lumbar two, because baby, guess what? Starts to look around and then baby wants to get on the ground. And I'm watching, you know, Corbin, my 11-month-old, do this now. And he scoots forward, and then he looks back, and he scoots forward, and he's looking back, and he's saying, you know, are they watching me? Is everything okay? Um, am I safe? Am I safe? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, do I feel safe? Do I know that they're going to be there? Can I come
0: back? Do they have my back? Ap- Wonderful, yes, absolutely. Figuratively and literally.
1: yes. And so what's interesting, too, is as I see it, especially more in the in the geriatric community, Not everyone, but I'm noticing this actually more in younger uh, patients as well. If if you're going through the store and and you're looking at people, watch how they walk. Are they looking down? Are they looking up? Are are their shoulders rolled forward? Is their body in a, in my Jeffrey, and Jeffrey would say, a defeated posture? Right. Um, Because we know if we just, you know, they, they tell you if you wake up in the morning and you make the super, superman, supergirl pose, you know, it's like, how does that make you feel? Well, my God, it makes you feel great. You know, everyone can envision someone who's depressed. You know, it's shoulder slump forward, shallow breathing. So if someone is lacking drive, if someone is, you know, it's like, man, you know, I, I, I got all these things that I want to do and I just can't do it. I can't get up and do it. I can't get up. I can't stand up. Dumai, Dumai do my. Do my might be something we would be looking at. What's interesting too is too much Dumai could lead to wind. Wind in Chinese medicine is shaking. So, um, Parkinson's conditions of the mind, conditions of wind would be treated with do And so that the three that we just went through, that is our cycle of the first kind of portion of life. And we know how important that is. Um, one thing too, I want to throw in there real quick is speaking of do, do my is on the top of the head is do 20 by Hui. Mm. um, What is that? That's the fontanelle. So... um, Or the crown chakra. Or absolutely, (laughs) right. But what's so cool is that, you know, in the first three years of life, that soft spot is what? Soft. Mm. So we are still connected to divine source. We're connected to, you know, Corbin is able to walk between worlds right now. He's able to see things that we can't see. Absolutely. He's laughing at things that we, you know, can't... Well, some people can say I can't, but, <laughs> but energetically he's still, there's that beautiful silver line that's connected to heaven. Yes. And so after that third year, that fontanel is closed. So we would say, you know, often most of our life would be searching back to this point of innocence to try to get us to be. To, to go back to the childhood form and so a lot of times you know though you see the elderly individuals um, a lot of them end up passing in the fetal position it's very interesting so we're going back to this innocent form
0: um and i we are speaking with brian caswell from art of acupuncture and you're listening to wmnf
1: So kind of the second part of this would be the, what they call the, the Wei channels. So it's, it's neat in, in Chinese medicine, they, in the language itself, it's written in, in Wei, almost looks like a net. Um, what's neat is you can envision a net being cast out over your life. And so this kind of backs up to kind of the more recent, you know, time-wise speaking, of string theory. String theory deals with moments in time. It deals with time. It deals with the fabric of time. Um, Einstein talked about the fabric of time. Um, So here we are, 2000 plus, however many years ago, talking about the fabric of time. So the the way channels deal with our connections to moments in time. So you have yin way and yang way. So... This is generally after once again the first cycle of seven and eight, so seven or eight years old. The child is moving out into the world, and he or she is saying, "Hey, you know, this isn't exactly what I thought I was going to be. You know, um, people are, you know, mean, or you know, but whatever's going on." So, (laughs) Yin Wei Mai works on what they call the nine heart pains or the nine heart palaces. And the nine heart palaces um, deal with finance, family, um, creativity, um, you know, job, all of these different things. And, and, And how much time are we spending in these houses, right, rather than in the center? In the center, they call it the magic square. The magic square is now.
0: Are you talking about at that age or just in general? This is
1: where the imprint begins. Okay. So this is where the imprint begins. And, and, you know, and I mean, if I look back on my own life and I say, you know, we tend to think of life as, you know, um, highs and lows. So one of my other teachers, um, Peter Shea, has in his book, he, he says, if you imagine a piece of string, you know, you have a, let's say, a one foot portion of string and that represents your life. Well, you can either have the string and have massive peaks and valleys right or you can try to iron that string out and increase life so the 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 peaks and valleys become less and less so the more the less attached you are to these events in time the longer life you will have so the string becomes stretched out the peaks and valleys are decreased so once again you're 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 beginning the imprint of certain traumas
0: so the 9 Heart?
1: Heart pains or heart palaces. Okay. Yeah. These, and like I said, they represent different things like relationships, creativity, job, children, all, all of these different things. And, you know, many of us, myself included, I spent a lot of time in my relationship corner. I, 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 you know, I, was, I always needed somebody.
0: In your early years, are you speaking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then even later,
1: the 14, so seven and 14. So my next seven, right? Mm. So this, it, it's every seven or eight years is, is, is kind of these major kind of moments in time. And, and anyone who is at home, if you, if you write it out and you would say, okay, every seven or eight years, what was I doing? What was going on? What was a major thing that happened? Sometimes there's nothing, sometimes there is. Sometimes, wow, okay. How much time do you spend thinking about it? Right. Because if you're spending a lot of time thinking about it, you're burning energy. So my teacher Jeffrey would talk about, you know, using chi as currency, right? You you have a a piggy bank and, you know, there's only so much chi or money in this piggy bank. And to live in the past it costs money, costs chi. To live in the future it costs money or chi. Right. To be in the present moment, the now, right? It's free. Right, because you, you can freedom. That's cre- yeah, free. Exactly, you can create anything you want. This is the clean slate. So we would say, someone who's living with a with a who is in line with Yin Wei or Yang Wei Mai has no hangups of the p- past. Yin Wei, future Yang Wei. So a lot of conditions of Yin Wei are heart pains, matters of the heart, traumas that affect the heart. Um, You know, why am I always going into a relationship that is always such and such? I'm always meeting the same guy. Consistent
0: patterns. Absolutely.
1: So it's like, we know that if we go back to the kidneys, right? There's a certain story you need to be learning, or at least you signed up to learn. So if you're not completing that story, karma, possibly familial stuff, then you're going to have it repeated again and again and again. So this is one of these things where we are given the opportunity to, we're given the opportunity to have these events come back into our life time and time again. So a lot of times, um, I mean, once again, myself included, I've had these things where it just keeps happening over and over again. I'm like, my gosh, why does this keep happening? Well, it's because I'm not paying attention. It's because I'm not finishing the quest so to speak it's not i'm not going towards destiny i'm not doing whatever it is i sent out to do the biggest thing i've been working since i've been in florida is is moving through fear you know fear to do this i'm afraid to do that i'm afraid to go here i'm afraid to talk to this person the emotion of the kidneys is fear so every single organ has its own emotion and its own spirit The spirit of the kidneys is willpower. So we have the willpower to move through fear. But if we think about this, if our entire story, our constitution, our blueprint of our soul's journey in this lifetime is in the kidneys and the emotion is fear, what's one of the main reasons to get to that story? We have to move through fear. You have to to push through it.
0: So how do you push through it?
1: Well, this is something. It's this the is the next question. Right, right. And so this is something that came up the other day. I was thinking the exact same thing. And I said, you know what? What is the way? How is the way? Okay. How about going towards exactly what I fear? Because if I'm afraid of it, then my God, I need to be moving forward. I need to be going towards it. Everything that I've been afraid of, I've looked back and I've said, This is exactly what created who I am. Being you know, a doctor of oriental medicine, acupuncture, this is my second career. But when I was a child, I knew I wanted to do it, but I was afraid. I was afraid because I, I didn't think I would be smart enough to do it. I, I, wasn't a no, I didn't want to be a normal, normal, quote unquote, normal doctor. I didn't, wanna, I didn't feel like I could do that. And once I got over that fear and, and life came in, um, and by life, I mean, you lose everything, right? I lost everything in the in long, when the stock market crashed all those years ago. I said, you know what? I've got nothing else to fear.
0: And nothing else to lose. Nothing else to lose. I had nothing. Right.
1: So it, I was one of these things. I said, you know, hey, it, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Because what I'm doing, and my teacher would always say this, uh, if what you've been doing is not working, change. You know, change it. Why not? Uh we're so afraid of change, but myself included, don't get me wrong. Uh, it, 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 you know, but that's the only way to live. That's it.
0: Well, it, life is change. Absolutely. And it's constant change. Right. So this resistance of the change that is inevitable at every moment of every day is futile. Right. And we we fight it with all our might I know and it's such a paradigm shift to look at things differently and to be in open arms acceptance of this flow that happens and things like hurricanes and disasters really bring you into clarity about what's important Mm. about gratefulness and being thankful for things and it shows that Life is really wanting, I feel like life wants to, or the universe is shaking us up for a reason and clarifying things. We look at it as this horrible thing and it is, it's not that it isn't, but there's so many gifts that come out of it and people will come forth in years to come and say, if this didn't happen, I wouldn't be where I am today. And we get these stories and there's There's even stories of such hardship and and tragedy that turn people around and open up situations and opportunities for them that they never would have had and they're getting a whole different lease on life and a whole new perspective and perhaps they have a quest or a mission that's new that they really feel heartfelt about or perhaps they change careers or they're like what was I doing before this? You know, it really took something of this magnitude and you spoke about clients coming in after such a disaster in our area and in many, many areas and all different levels of disaster, yet one thing that seems common and concurrent is that there is residuals and there is shock and there is post-traumatic situations and effects that happen even if we have a disaster that comes near us it's almost so close that it's still affecting us anyway in some way energetically everyone had to prepare and if they didn't prepare and weren't able to prepare there's trauma with that so wherever you look there's this vibrational essence of change that's come into our lives and this happens on subtler levels in ordinary times but it's still there so this acknowledgement of change is so profound so in dealing with or in working with change and somebody's ability to change if a person had the propensity to be anti-change or resistant to change, how would you work with that person? What would be some of the key elements that you'd be starting to want to integrate?
1: It's interesting because speaking of yin-wei, yang-wei, mai, that's the second. In the third, you have yin-chao, yang-chao. How do you stand? How does the structure of the frame of the body stand to change? Mm-hmm. So once again, the classics, 3,000 years. It, 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 so it's, it's t- to answer that question, um, most often you see pain. You see people in pain.
0: It's a residual effect
1: of. Absolutely. It, it, because here's the thing, and, and we know this from, you know, Olympic athletes, for instance. We, we know that if you put, um, you know, a, a a brain scanner on their head and, and 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 you sit there and you say hey let's let's run a, let's run the race right and we have the the monitor like we have in front of us here and and it shows every single muscle firing, but the body doesn't appear to be moving well that 's because it doesn't know it, it doesn't know what's real and what 's not it doesn't the muscles are simply not firing, but the brain is going through all of the motions so if you're in a constant state of um, I would say...
0: Uh, like fight and flight
1: or... Yes, yeah, so it's like, you, it, it, my teacher would say, it's like you're listening to someone but your foot's halfway to the door. So you're listening, mm. but you're already, I got to go to Publix, I got to do this, I got to get the kids, I got to mm. blah, 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 blah. So what's happening is, once again, you're not present. Right. So what's happening is, is um, bladder 58, if my memory serves me correctly, which is in the center of the gastroc, of the of the calf center of the calf if we hooked you up to a machine we would see that that muscle is firing it's 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 wanting you to leave but you're saying no so what's happening is you are you're sitting there roasting the brakes mm. the engines on and you have the emergency brake and you're driving down the road with the emergency brake the longer you do that that's going to initiate Pain because y- you have muscles going and you're telling them to stop at the same time. So, you see this a lot in conditions of, like you said, fight or flight. So, we have the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system. And the sympathetic nervous system is, um, you know, I mean, if you're constantly looking for a tiger, you're constantly looking for an escape, you're constantly looking for something to be wrong. Everything that takes place with that from a Western perspective, adrenaline, cortisol, norepinephrine, um, you're shutting down the production of serotonin, dopamine, GABA. So uh, (laughs) the urination, you're losing potassium, magnesium, calcium, hydrogen ions. We don't get an ulcer because... We have too much acid. You have an ulcer because you're losing hydrogen and you're getting less acidic. So, all of these things are from most of the time stress and resistance to change. And you, know, you go back to you know the, the practices of you know uh, tai chi and qigong. You know here you are. You're rooted, but you're surrendering to gravity. So here you're using the word surrender, which is in our language is very, um, you know, it's it's doesn't feel good to say surrender.
0: Because you feel like you're giving it up. Right. People, you know, right. it has that connotation. Exactly. Say, a little flavor on it. Absolutely. Well, I'm not going to surrender. Mm.
1: I'm not going to do that. I'm going to fight. I'm going to mm. fight. So fight or flight. But when you surrender, right, you surrender to gravity, Right the body actually shifts. So you are actually more connected to earth, right? So the energy is not so much in the head, which is a smaller kind of a bony structure, if you think about it, than the pelvis. The pelvis is a lot heavier structure-wise. So if you're constantly in your head, right, you're easy to topple over. I mean, one of the first things they teach you in martial arts is is, is how to stand. Right, right? get rooted. Right, get rooted. Mm. So... Working with individuals, and and once again, I've done it long enough to where I'm not, and I don't ever want to say that I can pick someone out because that that would be completely negating my teachings. And and, and once again, I would be leaving Chinese medicine behind if I said that because everybody is different. Every single person is different, but there are clearly signs and symptoms of, of things that often do show up.
0: Patterns too, wouldn't it be Absolutely. that after you've seen so many people come in time after time, and you start to recognize the patterns? Yes, yes. So there is rhyme and reason to it.
1: Absolutely, and, and you're dealing with with you know once again thousands of years of empirical data. So you know, for instance, if if you know f- four hundred people walk with a, a, a right limp, and at the same time their left shoulder hurts, maybe there's a connection. You know, so a lot of these things too. That they, they, they Chinese medicine came about through empirical data. So when you're talking to a patient, and and once again, you can listen to some of the things that they say, and a lot of the patterns that do show up. But resistance to change is, um, it can, it, my gosh, it can show up in many different ways. Pain is definitely one of them. Um, frustration. Um, what we would call liver chi stagnation from a TCM perspective Um, anger anger shows up a lot because these individuals um, they want to change like they really really do but they're so afraid because of what is my mom going to think what is my partner going to think what is whoever (laughs) Joe Schmo down the street going to think of me you know what I, I could never be this, I could never do that. And so going back to the three treasures, right? Here we are back again to this concept of threes, body, mind, and spirit. What we think about, we become. So our thoughts are just as important, if not more than the food that we eat. Because we're constantly, you can, you can think a thought constantly. There's only so many hamburgers you can eat.
0: Right, and you eat your thoughts, literally. You digest them through the spleen and the stomach. Absolutely.
1: So, you know, one of the things in Chinese medicine is, as I said earlier about the kidneys, you had fear and willpower. So in the spleen, you have worry, right? And you have the um, yi, the intellect. So they knew that over-worrying taxes the spleen and the stomach. How many people... (laughs) <laughs> and I never, I, I mean, I never thought I would be doing this as a practice, but I would say half of the people I work with, I work with stomach and spleen conditions, acid reflux, digestion, bloating. Um, you name a gastrointestinal issue, and I, and I work with it or work with it. And if I haven't worked with it, I'm, I'm probably going to see it at some point. But constant worry disrupts the spleen it disrupts the stomach
0: and overthinking absolutely so, so the technology. hamster wheel technology and <laughs> yes
1: oh my gosh yes so the technology and and, and so my teacher would say the these screens actually drain yin mm. they drain yin and and so my teacher doesn't even have an email address computer <laughs> so screens computer screens yes so we also know that blue screens Affect what? They affect melatonin, right? So melatonin is secreted at night, which is the time of yin. right? So this is why you have blue filters on your screens, right? So to to preserve yin, to allow the body to secrete melatonin so we get a good night's sleep. Um, So going back to worry and the hamster wheel, so if we're constantly overthinking, someone who comes in and they say, you know, I broke up with so and so, you know, a year ago, and I can't stop thinking about him, can't stop thinking about her, you know, and every time I do, I I, I sit and I eat a bunch of ice cream. Well, the thing that the spleen hates the most is sweets, cold, and dairy. and Chinese medicine, so <laughs> here here you are,
0: try right here you are feeding
1: the 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 um, the dampness. Of the spleen. So once again, the spleen is where the mind is housed, not the brain. The brain, they thought was phlegm. They just thought it was a ball of phlegm, marrow, they called it. The spleen, the stomach, is where our intellect, our mind comes from. We know now there's a lot of research showing really good uh, progress treating uh, autism through uh, um, probiotics you know, getting children um, really good uh, bugs, rebuilding the gut bacteria, the gut biosis to where the body can have a symbiotic relationship and the spleen, which is the mind, can begin to function again. So um, I kind of digressed, but um, the chow vessels are how, this is back to the eight extraordinaries, the yin chow, the third cycle, remember? is often shown up as pain. So someone who comes in, not always, but once again, most of the time they come in and they say, you know, I have a lot of hip pain and side pain. Well, the young chow, chow means heel, heel of the, the ankle of the foot. The chow vessels run on the inside and the outside of the body, right? So they're how we pivot around things in life. So if something comes up in front of us, we would say, oh, I, I, can, I can move around that can flow right I don't have to headbutt I don't have to resist so a lot of times you'll see people come in with hip pain so you simply ask a question um, you know where are you stuck and and they just will kind of look at you like wait a minute are you some type of (laughs) 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 no 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 just you know and and and, you know and I mean a lot of people are stuck and it's it's one of those things but obviously you would go into more questioning but A lot of things, signs and symptoms will show up with individuals who are stuck. And a lot of it, I I swear, is pain. Um, So chronic pain, a lot of times, shows up with people who feel like they don't have anywhere left to turn.
0: You spoke about change, and it brought something into my mind about why people don't change. And you said something about people are concerned with their family or their friends and I feel like that is true and the reason why is because if if somebody is on the verge of a change vibrationally speaking so energetically physically vibrationally and in all of their being something about them is Wanting that change is craving that change, it's on the edge of change, it's already changed, but they're resisting it. I feel like some of the times people resist going through that change or resist the change because if they elevate themselves energetically and the people around them are at the same level you know, at the same level as they are and then they're elevating themselves to another level vibrationally, they feel like there might be a mismatch and, and that's true, there is a mismatch but often one person, say if you're in a relationship, one person does do the change first and then the other person elevates to join them in that change somehow, some way, in their own way. It doesn't even have to be in the same way. But that's a natural way that we enhance each other through relationships. But I think a lot of times people fear this element of change and is the person going to change with me and now all of a sudden my perspective's changed and it doesn't fit in the box that it fit into in terms of the way that we see things together now I'm seeing things differently and how does that look so it's a it's a very esoteric way of looking at it but I think it's a real concern in the subconscious it's not necessarily a conscious thing but it's kind of like where will I fit in now that I'm making these changes? Where do I how do I relate to people that I've related to on a certain level and with a certain amount of commonality? And now I'm no longer smoking cigarettes but they are, or, you know, doing drugs but they are, or eating this, but they are. And how do I navigate through this journey taking responsibility for myself, but perhaps people around them are not. So that's an example of what may happen when people go through changes and have changes in perspectives.
1: Absolutely. And, and I see it a lot. Um, you know, and once again, in my own life, I, um, I, I resisted change so much, um, because I had in the back of my mind this thought that um, the, uh, I guess there's no better way to put it than the ego, the, the story that I created, I felt like I had to, to be that story.
0: You had to live that, yes. live up to it, right? so to speak. We are listening to... Brian Caswell from Art of Acupuncture. You're tuned in to WMNF Tampa Community Conscious Radio. And this is the ultrasound show on every Thursday night, 10 p.m. till midnight.
1: The Going back to that aspect of change, the, um, especially with, with individuals with couples, and when I actually went and I interviewed for the medical program, um, I sat there with my now ex-wife, <laughs> and I sat there and I, and I was speaking with the the one of the um, program directors of the school, and, and she, you and know, was very very frank, and, and she was saying that you know there is a very high divorce rate, there's a very high separation rate, and this is something that. You know, we just want to be completely upfront and you know that you know, yada yada yada, all this stuff. And of course I was like, Oh yeah, that we you know, we're good, good.
0: You, know, <laughs> you get here, through here. Yeah, we're good, we're good. You know, it's all
1: it, and and it, it and it was one of those things where we're halfway through the program, you know, uh, we separated. And um, and once again I, I have <laughs> No bad feelings for her whatsoever, and, and we're, we're good friends now, but it, it goes back to literally what you're saying. It's, it's you know, when, when you're shifting and changing, you know, people change in many different ways. Um, my shift may have changed her. Right. Her shifting changed me and, and it's this duality. It's this, this, this constant flux when you're looking at that, basically that yin yang symbol and you're seeing the, the, the flow of the, the, the yin and the yang, the black and the white is, is intertwining. And then inside each one, you have this other perfect circle showing it um, in with that. So I, I would not be here now Sitting in the studio, if that did not happen, it it, it wouldn't. Um, so, going back to that, it it f- looking from a destiny perspective, it almost had to happen the way it, it, it was. And um, I feel that that she is in a better place. I am in a better place, and you know our son that you know we raised together is in a is in a good place. And once again, it it came for me. I was I was. Deathly afraid of of losing my partner at the time, and um, I, that was a lesson that I had to 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 go through um, to maybe guide others, or at least be a voice of say, "Hey, you know what? Okay, well, hey, it is possible to to go through that, and it is possible to 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 move forward. And not only that, what if it's actually a benefit for both of you? Um, so I, I just I, I I feel that when one person begins to change, literally they can change an entire family dynamic. They can entire they can change a a a community dynamic. Yes. They can change. I mean, my gosh, we don't even have to name names, but I mean, there's many single individuals that have changed the course of human history. So changing your patterns and your thoughts and your belief and and moving out of this place of fear, moving out of this, this, this reptilian mindset of eat, sleep, you know, by this, that and, and, and moving on to more of um, consciousness and, and, and giving and love and um, and non-fear which would be just um, love. love. <laughs> Jinx. Um, so when but, but here's the thing you, at least in my perspective, you have to have wisdom of that to experience that. And I'm not saying you need to go out and experience pain, but going back to the yin, wei, mai, going back to the nine heart pains, the nine heart pains teach us each part of that. And it's like, do do we spend the money to live in the past? And do we spend the money to live in woulda, shoulda, coulda? Or do we come back to the center, to the magic square, they call it? And do we spend all of our chi all of our energy all of our love there now and you know ideally that's where I'd love to be operating from and I feel like I'm getting better and better but it it takes a lot of practice and we're constantly constantly reminded and a lot of places that we're reminded as you had said earlier this the the, the constant barrage of media and, and the TVs and this and that and, and the more that we're living in the state of fear and this, and everything's going bad. And it's just, we're in a constant state of fight or flight in a constant state of, of running. And, and I'm not saying these things aren't happening because they are, but my teacher would say, what are the glasses are that you're wearing? You know, Do you see the world through the lens of hate? Do you see the world through the lens of love? Um I could have easily dropped out of school easily i was in i was I was very distraught um but I stayed in I said, you know what i i am I signed up, I did this, you know, and I, and I'm not better than anybody else. I'm not saying that, but I stayed in, so we have choices on how you see a situation. One of the things I kind of tell myself um, over the past, I would say 10 years is, um, everything happens for a reason and it's happening for me. (laughs) And, and so this is one of those things to where, you know, we can look at death. We can look at separation. We can look at chaos. We can look at hurricanes. We can look at all of these things and we could say, you know what? I lost my house. I lost everything, but you know what? Hey, I can start all over fresh. I can I can finally be that person I want to be. Uh, I got fired. You know what? I'm not afraid anymore. Of losing my job, it's gone. I can <laughs> I can be who I want to be. right? Le- I can at least try. And, and so, um, uh, that to me is 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 so very powerful.
0: You talked about choice, which to me is such a potent word. It's got such. Power, and I feel like to be aware that we are in constant choice is one of our priorities that we actually are choosing every moment what to think how to be and when we become aware of that we can bring choices with intention and really start to make those changes as a result of our choices, conscious choices, which brings us into our power. Because a lot of times we feel powerless because we feel like we have no choice. But to actually recognize and take responsibility that we do have choice Even if we've chosen something that doesn't look good or feel good, somewhere in our consciousness, in our soul, we have chosen that for whatever reason, like you said, for us to learn and benefit from. So choice for me, how would choice be related in Chinese classical medicine? Where could you kind of put choice in because you've talked about willpower being at the seat of the kidneys
1: that's a great question as well and and my teacher would say um, and this is a very Taoist um, thought and, and this is something that you know even when you, you know you say you know you win different awards or people come up and they say oh thank you so much for doing this and this and this you you, you feel I don't. It, it's kind of a, a weird, kind of a humbling for, for sure. But the way that we approach the medicine, or at least I try to, is that um, it's you know it's not me. I mean, it is me because right, I'm there. Right. But um, I always tell people, you know, in the first initial, I say, hey, this is this is fifty fifty. I'm like, actually, it's like ninety ten, ninety you, ten me, um, because my the treatments that we're doing allow. Choice. They allow the possibility of change. So when you're working on a deep subconscious level with someone and you're allowing some subconscious things to kind of come up, you're allowing that person to say, you know what, I'm ready to look at some things, or I'm not. You know, by working on these things, nothing is slammed into your face saying, oh, you got to relive, you know, Billy Joe. Punching you off the the swing. No, I mean it's much of a more of a subtle thing. Say, hey, you know what? I'm I'm ready to sit down and I'm ready to look at it, or I'm not. A lot of times, choice is, I you know I don't really know how else to say this. Almost forced upon us. You know, this is one of those things where I think source, source is always, um, um, coming in and saying, hey. Hey, listen, Brian, 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 are you listening? <laughs> are, are, are you listening? And I'm like, no, not right now. <laughs> and, and then something comes in and, and, and it's like, wow, you know what? Now I have to what? Make a choice. right? Um, and a lot of us with not the strongest kidneys, (laughs) the strongest kind of willpower to make a decision are often put in those situations to where you will come up to you either a left or a right. Do I go this way? Do I go that way? Um, In any way, in any sense of the form, you're always given a choice. And I truly, truly believe that thoughts do become things. Um, it, It... I literally don't have enough time to talk about the thoughts that I've had in my mind growing up and them them coming true. It's the weirdest thing, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I knew I was going to meet someone like this, or I knew I was going to be here. I knew. So you're constantly creating, and and when you're. The the only thing that that even comes close to explaining that from from science is quantum physics. Yes. That's literally the only, excuse me, the only thing that comes close because we know that at a quantum level, things have already happened. Yes. And and we don't even know how to explain that. But I think going back to the original question, what is chi? Chi is... Everything, chi is time is the lack of time. Chi is death. Chi is life. Chi is the ability to what they call spooky interaction on particle fit mental particle to where you're able to. The Chinese just did it a little while ago. They they had a particle that they put on a satellite and then they had another one on Earth and when they changed the particle on Earth, instantaneously the one in space changed. What what's holding them together? Chi, you know this. The, the string that connects a child to source energy. So having a choice or or choosing your path is a right, and it's something that we can actually really do.
0: It's ours.
1: It is, and, and, and that is the kidneys. That is free will. Free will is to make the choice, whatever the choice that you want to make. Just realize the choice you are making is exactly what you're receiving. That, that, that's what it is. Um,
0: and I think sometimes we're talking about quantum physics. Sometimes the collective consciousness influences our choices on a quantum level. And so becoming aware of this collective consciousness that in certain ways is outdated or old paradigms, old thoughts of thinking, when we're hooked into that, that's a limitation.
1: It's interesting when you go through time and you look at, you know, certain inventions over time and, you know, I think there was three individuals who quote unquote invented the radio. You know, at the same time, it's like, what is that? You know, and same with the the airplane, same with... So, the collective consciousness can be beneficial, and and we know that it can also, you know, be much more than that, <laughs> much more of the opposite. Um, Taoists, of course, would say all things are happening as intended. Um, that is also the... um Yang Chao. <laughs> Yang Chao would be considered the most spiritual of channels because Yang Chao is, how, is the, how do I see the outside world? When I, when I look out and I see the world, what's going on? What is the dynamic? Is, is, is everything happening in a, in a way that it's like a runaway train? And, 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 and we're all destined to doom and gloom? Or is everything happening exactly how it's intended? So in classical Chinese, they would say uh, a, a healthy young child would be being able to see the world and saying everything is happening as it should. And that's a tough one. That's very, very tough. That's, that's a tough one to, to, to look at.
0: Before we finish up, what's one of the most efficient ways people can alleviate stress?
1: That is a great question. Question, come and see me. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, the um, once again, I I was talking earlier about, you know, and I tell patients, I said it's 50 50. I said, but it's really 90 10, 90 you, 10 me. And that's because um, a lot of Chinese medicine, a lot of the practice um, is going into the self and allowing you to make choices. In your own life, Um, and really, honestly, you know that's a that's a question I've I've my gosh I've dealt with most of my life. Of course, most of us have is how do we alleviate stress? And and for the time being, what's worked the best for me, and at least a lot of my patients, is the morning. That time is very special in the sense of the yin uh, night. Becoming young. So we have this moment in time to where we're looking out and, and, and we see the possibility of this. Is it is it sun is the sun coming up yet? Maybe. And by the time that we look, it's 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 already cresting and it's there and it's so I I think having a practice in the morning and, and if you could actually seeing the sky lighten if that's possible, and if I can do it with a um, a 10-month-old, you can do it. Um, it. It's one of those where you're setting an intention and you're setting a vibration because we know on a Western perspective that when we start to see the light of dawn, um, something magical happens. Melatonin starts to go away and, and we have the norepinephrine. We have the uh, adrenaline, the cortisol, the the things that are getting us up to start our day is a is a is a big boost to get our mind going, so you you really are um, vibrationally from the light setting a intention for the day and what I do is I lay in bed, <laughs> my alarm goes off, I hit the snooze, it goes off again i 'm getting better <laughs> and i I actually started this practice um the day Corbin was born. Mm. So it's very interesting. And I used to get up, but I i really wasn't good about it. I would get up and I'd do it for a week or three and then I wouldn't. And then I would say, hey, I start to feel good, so I don't need to do it anymore. And so what happened is I said, if I can get up with a newborn, then there's literally no excuse <laughs> from here on out. And so... He is now 11 months, um, three days ago. And uh, I've gotten up religiously every single morning. And I started out with five minutes. And from five, it went to 10. From 10, it went to 15. And the reason why I started small was because if you give yourself a little small goal, you give yourself satisfaction of completing it. And when you have this sense of completion, you get excited and you say, you know what? I can do it. Um, I did get up early, you know. I I didn't see the sunrise, but I saw the sun five minutes earlier than I normally see it. And that five minutes of extra sleep really didn't do anything. So I progressively, over time, I kept getting up earlier and earlier and earlier. And, and now I get up forty five minutes earlier. And I get up and I and I have my routine. And I go down and I go into my little cave. I call it. And I immediately start going through some exercises and they're very small and short. And then I go through some more things and and all the while I'm moving. And when I'm done moving, I sit and I sit and I write. And I write three things that I'm truly grateful for. And not only do I write them, I close my eyes and I feel them. So I feel holding Corbin. I feel playing with my other son, uh, Alexander. I, um, uh, I I think about you know talking to my partner. I, I um, all of these things that I that I feel. So they're not just thoughts; they're feelings. So what I'm doing is we know that a thought is a vibration. We know that a feeling is a vibration. So what we're doing is we're setting the intention for the entire day. When I started to do that, um, I I hate to use this, but it was almost life-changing. It really was. And when we evacuated, (laughs) there was a couple days when I didn't do it. And oh my gosh, what, what what a difference. So I always tell people, start small, right? With anything, right? Start small, give yourself small little goals, allow yourself to have some excitement about giving some form of completion. Because when you give yourself this gratification of completion, it makes the heart want more.
0: And it releases the good feeling hormones.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally.
0: How do people get in touch with you if they would like to learn more about your practice and that kind of thing? Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I practice out of the art of acupuncture and we are at twenty nine forty one Fifth Avenue North and that is in the lovely city of St. Petersburg, Florida. Phone number there is 727 321 6969 and my own personal website would be uh, the Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R C-A-Z dot com um, So Like I said I'm Dr. Brian Dr. Kaz Brian Or some other names That I'm not going to say on air um, <laughs> But That number And those websites You can absolutely reach me
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming. Many blessings, much love, and hopefully we'll have you back again and we can uh, perhaps talk about some food healing and other subjects related to people's wellness and well being. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking with Brian Caswell from the Art of Acupuncture in St. Pete. You are listening to ultrasounds every Thursday from 10 till midnight. Fabulous to have you on. Thank you for your time tonight. It's been wonderful. You've been listening to Ultrasounds with DJ E Love on WMNF Tampa. Peace and love until next week.